We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The baseball season is go, go, go. It's nonstop, relentless for every night, six straight months, and then hopefully another month in October. You also have work, friends, family, and a million other things going on. That's when you reach for a Coors Light. It's made to chill. There's only one beer out there that's literally made to chill, and that's Coors Light. I mean, the mountains on the bottles and cans even turn blue when your beer is cold. Is there anything better than opening up your refrigerator after a long day, seeing that icy cold Coors Light can or bottle in your fridge? The answer is no, there's nothing better. That's why when it's time to chill, you choose Coors Light. It's mountain cold refreshment made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So that's why when you want to hit reset, reach for a beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light and the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. And as always, celebrate. We are breaking down all aspects of Yankee baseball. This is the Bronx Pinstripe Show with your hosts, Andrew Rotondi and Scott Reinen. Let's go. What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Bronx Pinstripe Show. This is episode 518, kind of. You'll see in a second what I mean. So this is the audio from our locker room live recording we did on Saturday afternoon during the Yankees game. Uh, They were playing the Pirates in spring training. And Scott and I, you probably heard us talking about this for last week or so on the podcast. We're going to be doing, um, we're going to be using this app called Locker Room. It's an audio only social media platform where you can create your own private rooms You can join the room. You guys can join the room. And then the cool part about it is there's other people in there and then we can call you guys up to speak and you're just on the show with Scott and I. And, uh, it's, there's a lot of chatter going on in in the, there's like a, a, a text option too. You can just type some comments, you can ask some questions. So it's very live and interactive. It's kind of like taking uh, a private Twitter channel conversation, turning it audio and obviously we're talking about Yankees talking about what's going on in, in the game. And it was a lot of fun to do this, uh, during this game, it, you know, it's a spring training game. So you, <laughs> there's not a ton going on as far as what we're talking about of in-game action, but we talked about the roster, about the rotation, about what the starting lineup might be. And then of course there were some random tangents. We had a pirates fan come on and, and join us. Uh, there's some random, random tangents towards the end. I think we started talking about Sylvester Stallone's, uh, arm wrestling movie. So random stuff on a Saturday afternoon of spring training baseball. 
Hope you guys enjoy this live stream. We're going to be doing them every week. So make sure you download the Locker Room app and you can join the next one. Talk to you guys soon. Well, All right, so we got Gardner. I'm watching. Uh, I don't know how far behind I am, but I'm streaming. So Gardner yeah, I'm on, I'm in on left, LBG Hicks in center, yeah. judging. Yeah. This is a starting lineup. This is this is a starting, uh, except for Frazier and yeah. left. Uh, <laughs> we <Yeah>. hope. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Possibly. I mean, would it be that much of a shocker if Gardner gets the opening day start? I mean, what would you put the percentage at? I put it at like maybe 25%. Zero percent. It's zero percent. I think I, I don't think you truly know the manager Aaron Boone. Then I do zero percent. Not a, he's he's uh he likes the optics. So day one, it's going to be Clint Frazier, definitely. Yeah, there would be some backlash. If it was Brett. I mean, for sure there would be backlash. I just <laughs> I don't know. I'm not. I'm, I'm. I guess I'm just cynical. Yes, you are. All right, I am sharing this link out now too. And for everybody who's hearing a new voice, um. We got a new guy on the uh, on the show as producing the show, producing, interning on the season. Bob, who is actually uh, in the a part of the family, really. He's, yeah. he's uh, <laughs> Ty- Tyler was our second intern ever behind Dom. Uh, both Maris guys, and Bob is actually Tyler's little brother, also now a Maris guy. So, <laughs> I mean, we're full blow Maris. Three, three, three for three, right there. So, Let's go. Um, yeah, man, welcome, uh, welcome to the squad. We're we're happy to have you here for the season, dude. Yeah, I mean, this is exciting. I'm uh, looking forward to meeting everybody, getting to know everyone uh, a little better. Um, there you go. It's yeah, definitely it, new uh, to me, but it's, it's excited. It's, it's funny how it worked out um, because Dom introduced us to Tyler, and then obviously Tyler intru- introduced us to to Bob. So yeah, I love that it, it's staying in the family and Bob's going to have a pretty big role this year in the podcast, which we're very excited about. Um, and, and I do love how on day one as a true, just true college kid comes down with COVID day one. <laughs> yeah. It is how are you feeling? I, I feel, uh, I just got my, my second vaccination today. So my left arm is like toast right now, oh, but shit. I didn't know you were good. in the process of getting vaccinated. Scott, that's awesome. Yep, yep. They uh they got me on the list because of because Kemp is high risk, so they put the parents yeah. on the list when they had some extras. That makes sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You feeling all right, Bob? I know we talked yesterday yeah. and you said you were you were doing all right. Yeah, I'm definitely like congested congested and stuff like that. But it's weird, like I said to you uh yesterday, it's weird like seeing all over the news, like all the symptoms and stuff like that you could get and then like actually getting it. It's just strange. But uh yeah, I'm doing well. Thankfully, I'm uh, hopefully going to be over it in the next couple of days. <clears throat> All right, so this is uh, this is Charlie Hayes' kid. I forgot we've been looking to see him. He didn't play the last couple of games, right? I think he's. I remember. Uh, yeah, they've got the about, He's a he's a big prospect. They've got the picture up on the on the Yes Network right now. Charlie Hayes. What a what a memorable. I mean. Pretty much all the ki- all the guys from the '90s now have kids in the major leagues, <laughs> or yeah. or on their way. It's pretty crazy, isn't it? Crazy what just catching a pop up to end a World Series will do for your your legacy. Because yeah. <laughs> because if that if that pop up is caught by Derek Jeter, are we still talking about Charlie Hayes? I'm not sure. I mean, not to the extent, probably not. <laughs> exactly. The, <laughs> that that's a big deal. You got to make sure you put those outs in the in the books. You 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 now become a part of the part of the win. 
So Kluber, you guys, yeah. What do you, you want to start with? Uh, with Kluber, and I feel like. Why don't we start with 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 uh, with JMO just because he pitched yesterday? We've already seen what he did and scoreless streak. Man, that dude is looking. He's looking really good. He really is. He's looking very good. And you know the new mechanics. Just from not like I watched him a ton when he was on the Pirates, but I look back at at a lot of the uh, just just him pitching just to get an idea for who he is. And his mechanics are really they're very different. I mean, his arm is much shorter in the on the back. Uh, on the backside of his of his windup, and it seems like he's adjusting to it with with really no issue. In in fact, it it might even be adding a little bit more deception and uh, making the fastball pop uh, on the on the batters a little bit a little bit faster. So I'm liking we, it a lot. What do we always say about Springs training stats? When they're good, you can get excited about them, but when they're bad, you can just chalk it up to it's spring training. The guy's working on things, so. Of course. Yeah, but that's the thing. That's why you got to look beyond the numbers. You could see no, just the way that he's the way that he's uh, you know just going with his mechanics, looks like um, and how comfortable he looks, and you know you're looking at velocity and his breaking stuff looks sharp already, which is which is just really good to see. Real quick, it looked like Gary and Kluber just got crossed up. It looked like Gary was expecting a straight fastball, and Kluber threw like a slider cutter uh, or something. I think, and he, and he missed it. But yeah, I mean. T- Tyon, uh, we talked about this maybe three weeks ago on the podcast, expectations for him as far as workload goes, but is it, could we just potentially see a shorter, more effective pitcher out of him this year as he's working back from second Tommy John? Like, is five innings a start just like what the expectations should be from him? And if we set our sights on that and not expect six-plus innings every, every time out, then, then maybe that's a successful season for him? I think it's a good. I think it's a good uh, method for you to do it, so that you don't well, you know, uh, complain I, I about him every time. Reserve the right to to bash him and bash Boone when they pull him after five innings and eighty eight pitches. But uh, you know, the, I reserve that right. Well, no, that's the whole point. You're taking it away right now by setting your expectations. So, yeah, I mean, look, they, I think that's what we're going to see probably from Kluber too. We're going to see five, six innings, and they're not going to get them too much. But I think it's obviously going to be more about the pitch count rather than the. I I think for those guys. They are definitely going to try to limit the amount of pitches uh, and less about the amount of uh, times through the the order. So it's not going to be like a Tanaka scenario where, okay, third time through the order, definitely pulling him no matter what that pitch count is. I think they're going to be more more locked on the pitch count than than anything else. The uh, there was remember that article I was referencing about guys coming back from Tommy John surgery, and there's really no correlation to number of. Uh, like number of pitches per start thrown and, and re injury. Yeah. It's kind of just like, um, you know, you would think, Oh, if you limit a guy to 85 pitches instead of 105 pitches, then you're going to preserve his arm, but there's no data to support that. Yeah. Show me the data also on anything about a guy with second, uh, a second Tommy John. So who knows? Yeah. I don't think it really, if he's healthy and he feels good, then has anyone ever had three Tommy John surgeries? Like I want to, I, I, cause we talked about how Evaldi also had two Tommy John surgeries, bionic elbow, but like, is there a guy who's gone for three and, and in the majors? I don't know. Or, or at least in pro ball, like after the here, second here one, you go, Bob, kind of, Bob, here's your first, here's yeah. your first task, Bob. <laughs> is, has there been a guy that, that has three, uh, three, uh, Tommy John surgeries and successfully made it back to the major leagues to throw a pitch. Hey guys, if anybody wants to talk in the room, although also just uh, just hit the speaker request thing. We'll yeah. let her come on in. Talk whatever, to any topic you want. 
you know, we're, we're open to on, on these live streams. But after the, if you second, when you go into your second Tommy John surgery, you're basically saying, all right, this is it. This is the last one. This is, this is it for my career, good or bad. What, however, this works out. Right. I get, yeah. I mean, it depends how old you are too. Cause you know, a lot of these guys are getting them in high school and, uh, and then you have that, you know, maybe that second one when you're early twenties. So it wouldn't be surprised if they had to go for another one. They're trying to keep the big league career alive, uh, going for that third. If I'm a pitcher in the major leagues and I get two, I'm definitely going for my third. Why not? All right. We, it's in Johnny Venters has gotten three and made a comeback. There you He's go. got a Currently first on a procedure team? in 2005. And then second one in 2013. And then he tore. What does it say? And then 2018, he made his last comeback after another Tommy John surgery. But but he's out of the league now. But he did try and come yeah. back after number yeah. three. Damn. Yeah. Two thousand five to twenty eighteen. Does he have Does he have yeah. major league stats for that last time around? Did he pitch in the majors? Let me go look. I mean, that's that's just Stephen Lenardi might have beat you. Might have beat you there, and he won the comeback player of the year um, after. Oh, after the last one. He's got to, right? You come back from a third Tommy John surgery. You throw one pitch in the majors. You deserve comeback player of the year. Nice. That, so that's the thing. Like, I don't think the, the amount of them doesn't really matter, right? Because once you get the surgery, then it shouldn't, it shouldn't matter. I don't know how much of that is, is, is a uh, fluky or just based on your mechanics or just based on the fact that your body doesn't hold up. But I mean, if you think about the way that Tommy John is, the ligaments are, are new, right? They, they, they replace the ligament. So do you just then, I guess it depends on what, what kind of, uh, um, which ligament they're using. If they're using one from uh, a body the part or if ball. it's on LeMayu. foul ball, foul ball, LeMayu. Yeah. yeah. Um, you may just have soft <laughs> UI uh, ligaments all throughout your body. Yeah. Well, where do they take them from? Don't they take them from other parts? Yeah. Or, or do they do cadet like cadet? Back in the day, they used to, they used to do it from the, from the ass. And then oh. I think there's a, I think there's potential cadaver and I don't know if they're synthetic or not. If you, if you know, you're going to be a, like, a candidate for Tommy John surgery and they're going to be taking ligaments from your ass. You should just be doing squats and lunges all day <laughs> to just get those nice and strong, those ligaments nice and tight. And then, so when you come back, you're like freaking rookie of the year, throwing a hundred miles an hour from the bleachers. So the way to have a successful, the way to have a successful Tommy John recovery is to have a tight ass and, and make sure that they <laughs> make sure that they go, they pull the ligament directly from, from your ass. That's, I mean, prove me wrong. That's the book. <laughs> can you can you tell me otherwise? Because if not, then I think I'm going with that. I cannot tell you otherwise. Not yet, at least. Bob, so, Bob, this is where we're uh, we're leaning. Or you're getting beat. You're getting beat to the punch, yeah, Bob. Yeah. I'm seeing in the comments. Uh, Stephen, you, Stephen, you want to join uh, and and talk, hang out? The um, who's pitching? Brubaker. Oh, so this is a Ooh, this nice is a catch. topic. This is a topic that um, I know Rich uh, Rich Kaufman on Twitter and I just were chatting about. Does Judge's stance look slightly more open? I, I did not see it. out to right field, so you're not seeing it. But but it could have been just the camera angles in spring training or something. But I swear his left his front foot is like you know a half a step more towards the third base side. 
Real quick, Wizdala is saying, Mike Wizdala, a writer for an editor at Bronx Pinstripes is in the chat as well. He's, uh, he's saying that Jose Rio had five Tommy John surgeries. What? Yeah, that's insane. That's crazy. I mean, you're just showing off at that point. <laughs> Getting them for fun. If you're a do- if you're a doctor, like, I guess, I mean, obviously it's different from surgery to surgery, but you getting cut open that many times. There's, there, I don't know. If I'm a major league baseball player and I and my and it's my elbow and that's and it keeps happening, but I have some some uh, you know time period of of success after a surgery, I'm going back to the well every time. If they'll do it, I'm doing it. Otherwise, your yeah. baseball career is over. Why? You know, what's the other option? Unless you have something, just unless you you're you're giving up on your on your uh, baseball dream and you got other options going on with you know, whatever else you're doing in life, you're going back to the well and you're getting that surgery again. Well, yeah, because maybe, not, maybe pick a different doctor this time. <laughs> well, it's not like uh, if you're having back surgery or something like that, that could prevent you from actually just being mobile later in life, then, then it might not be worth it. But Tommy John surgery, I don't think is going to prevent you from, from doing things when you're 50, 60 years old. Um, so yeah, you're totally, no, right. and, I mean, it, and it, just make the last one, just make the last one. You're, you're, uh, the, the TJ that, that takes you through quality of life. Don't, don't play baseball after the last one. He missed five years too. He sat out from 96 to 2000 and then came back and played 13 games in 2001, 31 in 2002. And that's, that's the five Tommy John guy. Yeah. Jose Rio. That's yeah. He played with the Cincinnati Reds. I remember, that's, I remember I got some uh, record, right? I got some Jose Rio baseball cards. Uh, well, I, I think you're saying like quality of life, Tommy Johnson. Do you need Tommy John surgery if you're not throwing a baseball overhand? I just yeah, I, I personally need Tommy John surgery right you now. No, because yes, you're I operating do. in daily life just fine. No, yeah, but I can't. I like, I, want, I like to play tennis. I like to play racquetball, and I cannot do that right now. <laughs> if I were to get Tommy John surgery, I would be able to play racquetball. Uh, quick question. Do you wear rec specs when you play racquetball? Of course, you have to. Is that You're a, crazy if you don't. Is that a law? Is that a rule? A, it's a law. Yes. You're going to jail if you don't. No, but you're going to take your, your eyes or, uh, there's, they're like the, you're, it's, you're, it's tight quarters and you got the, the, the racket, the backswing. You could, you definitely get hit. It happens often. So I see. Plus I wear rec specs for every sport because I have a bad eye. If I lose that, if I lose my good eye, I'm in, I'm in trouble. We've got nine people in the chat here. Um, Steven, Andrea, Kyle, Evan, Dennis, Taylor. Um, Howard, James, if you guys want to talk, request to speak and, uh, we'll bring you up. Bob, what did you think? Did you watch the, um, the tie on start? I didn't, I couldn't figure out the stream, but I saw the, uh, some of the highlights. He looked, yeah, good. that's, that's what I was watching. The, I saw the highlights. I did one, not see a lot. One person did, um, raise though on Twitter. They, they mentioned the, uh, base, the base traffic. There's a lot of guys on base. I think he got it did. bases loaded at one point too. Yeah, that last uh it looked like he he definitely got out of some jams, which is yeah. a good sign. Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> I think I was most impressed by the breaking stuff. I mean, it was sharp. It looked really, really good. So I think that is uh I, I would assume that after after Tommy John, after your second Tommy John, that's actually the that's actually the the one pitch or the mm-hmm. the, the thing you're looking for most is breaking those breaking those balls off, snapping that 
uh, snapping your wrist, getting the, there's a lot more torque on the elbow than there would be for a fastball. So I got to believe those are the ones where, you know, they're, they're making sure that he's protecting that elbow as much as possible. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is a question for both of you guys. Uh, Scott, you can answer first. Who, what starter, new starter? So obviously that's Kluber, that's Tyon. Um, I guess you can include any, any others in there. What starter are you most looking forward to watching this year? There's no doubt it's Tyon. Yeah, more than Kluber. Yeah, it's right? like yeah. Kluber. I mean, Kluber has upside, but but I just yeah, I, I feel like here I go with these X factors again. Though, like, isn't Tyon kind of the X factor of the rotation? It could it could swing based on his success this year. Totally. <clears throat> if you, I mean, you could put them both in there just because Kluber's look good in spring, and we're gonna uh, conveniently rely on that right now. They um. But yeah, if he's, I mean, if he's effective, Hicks just hit a ball into there the goes gap. Hicks, there goes Hicks with a hit, which uh, I've been criticizing for him, him not getting. He's been, he's been hitting well, actually. He's been hitting very well. Yeah, his stance work, now. guys working on his fastball. Yep. Okay. Talking about stances, Hicks, right? He looks like Robbie Cano a little bit in that stance right now. It's a little, he's definitely changed it a bit. He's got a little bit of a, a, a Robbie Cano setup. Is he also doing the juice like Robbie Cano? Possible. I down with that. <laughs> Possible. Robbie Cano giving a little of those supplements. Um, yeah, I mean, the, the lineup construction thing, it's been a point of, it's been a topic we've kind of beat to death, but this does seem like the starting lineup. Um, Except for left field. Possibly mm-hmm. with the exception of Gardner. Where is Gardner hitting in the lineup today? Is he hitting ninth? I didn't see. He's probably in the yeah, internet. Uh, so if, if assuming Gardner's hitting ninth, uh, would you say Frazier is going to be hitting ninth? ninth. That's just, that's just like a, a, an easy swap in or is Frazier going to be hitting higher in the lineup? Yeah, I think it's probably going to be, he's probably going to be in the ninth spot. I could maybe see Urshela in the ninth spot over, um, over Frazier. But yeah, I can see that. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, this is, this is, I mean, the, the lineup, obviously a lot of good names in there. It's, it's a matter of, I don't know, health (laughs) as always, I guess with the starting rotation. That's why I'm just like, yeah, it's cool that Tyon's looking good, but can we, it's just a matter of health with him and Kluber and Montgomery and all these guys. Well, no, it's it's not just a matter of health. It's also a matter of them bouncing back from injury and how they look while healthy. So that's a, that's a big deal because that's still a relative unknown. And the fact is these guys right now are healthy and they're both looking good executing their pitches. They're, you know, the velocity is where they want it to be. So I actually think that, you're undermining what's happening here because these guys are coming back from both of them. They haven't pitched in over a year. And the fact that they're right now, um, while healthy looking good, that's a very positive thing. I mean, Kluber definitely looks better than, than expected so far, just, just looking at the stuff and, uh, and what he's doing. So as a, as a veteran guy, who's, you know, a Cy Young winner, I can, I could see him with lesser stuff. He doesn't need the same stuff to be very, very effective. So, you know, he could still get extremely positive results and, and put up a, a big year if he stays healthy with lesser stuff because he's that smart. Andrea asked in the chat if there's any plans for a late summer event. I mean, it's just impossible to tell at this point. I I would hope that maybe later in the summer or early fall, there's something we can do, but it's really impossible to plan it at this point, unfortunately. Yeah, we're uh, I'm, it's uh, it's definitely top of mind, though. 
I'm definitely talking with them and making sure that we're, uh, you know, we're queued up for it. We had, I think, six events ready to go. They were, we had six games. It's really, it's really unfortunate because we had the first game against, uh, it was the Tuesday game. It was a weekday game, but it was May the, it was, uh, May the 4th, the first Tuesday game against the Houston Astros coming into town. And that would have been, that would have been glorious because we would have been able to just get really dumb on a Tuesday dressed up like your favorite star Wars screaming at the Astros, but they <laughs> the took May that away fourth, from the us. May the fourth games. I went to that, I think two years ago, they gave away, I think it was like the Glaber bobblehead or, or one of the Jedi bobbleheads. Those are fun nights. You get, it gets wacky, but it would have been even more wacky because the Astros are, are there. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I mean, I, no, hope, we, I hope there's vitriol towards the Astros again this year. I just hope it's not like too much time, too much shit has gone down in the world since it happened. Um, plus some of the guys are on different teams now it's it's a little yeah. it's it's gotten different yeah it's it's unfortunately i mean <laughs> in a sick way best thing that ever happened to the astros is is the pandemic yeah definitely the 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 season with no fans was a plus for them unfortunately uh, i've been asking if we've already talked about so the far? say that again what's the capacity at for yankee stadium is there still 10 still at 10 percent Ten, they haven't. I don't think they've bumped it up from ten percent yet. They're going yeah. to because they they're doing fifty percent for indoor venues. So I don't understand how you can do only ten percent for outdoor venues. Yeah, yeah there's there's definitely uh, you know through the grapevine we're hearing that there's they're they're going to be bumping it up pretty soon. So, um, I wouldn't ex- I wouldn't expect it to stay at ten unless something mm-hmm. were yeah, to change. I'd say, but I'd say close to fifty percent for opening day is a realistic expectation. Maybe. I mean, yeah, they're not going to have a problem opening it up at any point. The thing is, is that it depends when they do it. They got to make sure they plan for it because right now you have to have 48 hours. You have to prove that you don't have COVID essentially uh, 48 within 48 hours of going to the game. So it's also a logistics. Think about an event like that. You have to not only buy tickets ahead of time, you have to try to position people you know, in the same area and everybody has to do a COVID test and like pass it. You can't, it's a, that's practically impossible to coordinate for. Yeah. David says, "Is it is Voight possible? Did Voight possibly get even bigger? Um, well, he trimmed down last year, right? He did the keto diet. Did yeah, but he does look swole. He does look like he's just looks swollen. Thick. Oh. <laughs> I mean, is that a is that a good thing? Because we heard about how Judge and Stanton in the offseason did did more yoga to improve their pliability and flexibility. It's like we don't need like Voight was." Wasn't he doing – I think I saw him on Instagram setting his personal record for one-arm bench press. It's like, dude, that's not what makes you a good baseball player. <laughs> it does for him. I mean, he's he's looking like Giambi right now. He's looking huge. Yeah, and Giambi was a model of health. Hey, Giambi, Giambi had some big years. I can see Luke Voigt smoking a home run in the, uh, in the rain. Flexing. He's got that – he's even got that – Little mullet going a little bit. I could see he's definitely getting to getting to be like a a, a Giambi look. So you're saying he's the he's the modern day Giambi? Yeah, sure. Have you guys listened to uh, uh, Susan and uh, Sterling yet this year, John and no, Susan? No. I have not. I have. They're complaining what? about everything. It's hilarious. Again, like they com- complained all last year. They have about. so many things to complain about now. <laughs> just uh, just they're, they're endless remote, things they're to complain still about. Remote, right? They're not actually in in Tampa, are they? I don't actually know that. 
I'm not sure. I think they might be. Okay. What are they complaining about? Everything. <laughs> Give me just, one just, example. Um, alternate sites. The the um, keeping keeping players healthy, not having the minor leagues to start. I heard I heard some complaining about that. Um, like what? What do you still don't? They still don't know who the players are, which is the the, cla- the classic uh, spring training, John and Susan. That's a that's a them problem. Okay, that's that's not. A, but what are they complaining about the minor leagues being delayed? Like that just makes sense from a COVID standpoint. That makes sense from a teams getting help. We don't have to break down any of their complaints. They're they're usually not rational. It's just uh, it's just funny listening to them complain. Yeah. Hey, I mean, I do love a good complaint. Yeah, I figured you'd appreciate it. So uh, one thing we didn't talk about because the news happened like five seconds after we released our last episode, but Zach Britton is going to be out for three to four months with uh, elbow surgery to get rid of some bone chips, bone spurs. Um, that's, uh, I guess, the first major blow of spring training, right? Unless you want to include Clark Schmidt. Clark Schmidt, Chirinos uh, also yeah, just went I down. I don't consider Robinson Chirinos. No, it's not a big one, but it's it's something. It's a depth piece. Uh, I just put, uh, I just invited Kyle Radley in. What's up, Kyle? How you doing, man? Hey, guys. How's it going? Good, Kyle, good. You're a regular submitter to mailbags and stuff. Welcome, man. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, yeah. Long time listener. First time caller. <laughs> nice. <laughs> This is cool. This is—I never even heard of this app until you guys started talking about it just recently. Yeah, it's—it's uh, going to be growing this year. It's a—it's a dedicated sports uh, room, kind of you know, kind of a the audio audio social social audio. audio it's they—they've definitely added some cool things into. They've added looks like some. They have the chat, which I think is a big deal. A lot of uh, the other apps do not have the chat, um, and they have some gamifications. It looks like inside here now too. So we're going to be doing one per week. Uh, obviously, we'll give a heads up on when it'll be, usually during a Yankees game. So early, uh, early thoughts, Kyle. What's what's uh, what's on your mind? Early spring so far. Um, I'm I'm liking everything I'm seeing so far. Um, can't really get too worked up about the couple little injuries. Uh, you know, losing Britain sucks, but I mean, I I, I think they'll be fine. You know, if the, as long as we can get it back by like All Star break. Um, just just want to see everybody healthy. You know, I, I yeah. really don't care about you know what guys are doing. It's great that Gary's hitting bombs and all that. I just want to see people healthy on April first. I'm I'm totally with you. That's like I was ta- I was just saying that about Tyon. Like it's cool that he's got a scoreless inning streak, but I don't really care about spring training performance. I just want to see this team healthy because we have not seen it healthy for three seasons, and that's really frustrating as a fan. Uh, I tweeted mm-hmm. out this from the podcast account the other day, and like it kind of it kind of resonated with people. I understand injuries are a part of sports. It just really sucks. They're such a major part of this Yankees team. It's just really exhausting. Uh, oh yeah, for I feel like for so many guys on the Yankees, like Judge Stanton, and just the Yankees overall, I'm so tired of uh, seeing it when healthy. You yeah. know, hey, great great team if healthy or when healthy. It's like I just want them to actually be healthy, so we don't have to talk about how good they could be if they're healthy. Mm-hmm. So. Absolutely, it's uh. It's it's same same shit different year it seems and it's like every year we're like oh well Cressy and his his sports his sports science and his different different things to to train better is like when is that going to actually take effect yeah the, yeah this, it's this year this this is the year do you, okay, you we'll didn't know that it's we'll you see. have to you have to let them be in the system for a little bit now they're in the system and and uh, and we're seeing the positive results of that that's what's going to happen this year okay. It's all about this year. I mean, we've had two two pitchers go down with injury, serious injuries so far. 
uh, bone chips are, are not much of a, a thing you can really do. Look, I'm glad it's bone chips, first of all, and not anything, you know, uh, structurally related with the ligament or anything else in, in the elbow or shoulder. To me, that's good news that he's got to have bone chips cleaned up. It's not as, as big of a deal. Um, obviously, he knocks him down, and then as a pitcher, you got to rebuild, but that, so that lengthens the timetable a little bit. But it's, I thought it was, you know, good news given the situation. How does it affect the bullpen? Because you can make an argument Britain's their best relief pitcher. I can make an argument that it, that it, in the long term, it will actually improve the bullpen, similar to how we've seen some guys um, get there, like Urshela, have uh, the opportunity to step up. I think Johnny Loisega is going to have an opportunity to show some more stuff. And if he can take advantage of it, he's going to get some really good, probably you know, relatively uh, high-pressure reps given given the what they're going to. I mean, he's going to be probably what seventh, uh, seventh, eighth inning. We could see him in, in no, either Loisica, one of those. No, potentially. no, you got Britain. I mean, you've got green that bumps up. You've got Darren O'Day. You've got Justin Wilson. All of those guys are ahead of lasagna. I don't know if Justin Wilson is either. I, and I don't know if Darren I, O'Day is either. It depends on how they use him, but no, I no Lo- if Loisica has, you know, as good stuff as, as anybody from, from what they're talking about, if he could control one inning, he definitely slots in better as a seven, eight inning type of guy. Like that's what he should be. Kyle, you still there? Yeah, I'm still there. All right. Uh, set, settle this for us. Uh, are, are, are Wilson and O'Day ahead of Loisica in the bullpen depth chart right now? I, I, I got to lean towards the yeah, edge just because they're experienced vets. Um, I mean, Darren O'Day, I feel like is one of those super underrated guys. Uh, it's just been around forever. He's just solid. You can rely on him where, Loisica just really hasn't established himself. Yeah, he's got great stuff, but I mean, it, it, he hasn't really been through it yet. But then again, right. Chad Green was kind of throwing in it. He kind of was a surprise. What was that 2016? 20, yeah, exactly. And he just kind of came out of nowhere when they nowhere. needed him. Yeah, no, and, and, could and that's more of my point. That? Sure, but but I that's more of my point is that you want a, a a righty that throws hard in those innings most of the time, whereas lefties are going to be more. Look, Wilson. Wilson just gave up a what a grand slam. They were up five nothing. Gave up five five runs uh, in a in a blink of an eye the other night. He's going to show me something. Darren O'Day is how old is he? Thirty eight, thirty nine years old. Thirty nine. So, but Loisega is a guy that they've had around the clubhouse for a while. Both of those guys are just coming into the into the team. If you don't think that they want Loisega to take that spot, and early on, I could see them giving him opportunities to see it. I'm not saying he's the most trusted guy in the bullpen. He's not. He's got to prove it. But they want him to be, so I have a feeling they're going to give him opportunities to step up in a similar role. Yeah, I mean, I'm not disagreeing with that. If you tell me by by July 1st, Loisica is ahead of those two guys, I could totally see that happen. <clears throat> which would you prefer of those three? Which would you prefer pitching in there if they were all pitching evenly? Well, I think O'Day and Wilson, like Kyle was just saying, he, they have much more experience pitching late. That's not the question. If they're pitching evenly, everybody's pitching about the same. Who do you want? Who do you want to be that guy? The eighth inning guy while Britain's out? If if those three that we just named, Wilson, uh, O'Day, and Loisig are all pitching right around the same performance, they're 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 they're, if they're all well. pitching around the same performance, yeah. I really don't care. It's a then it, I don't care. I mean you want Loisiga to develop, no? I mean it, it you okay, you'd, you'd think fine. that you want the younger guy in there to get those reps. Fine. Yeah, because because of that reason, sure. If they're all <laughs> pitching equally, but Glaber but down the again, line. If they're all pitching you know, equally, but who do I think can handle a late inning role right now? It's Wilson or O'Day. Yeah, well, show me a guy in April proving it. I don't April. care about pressure situations in April as much. 
Well, if in July because... we're having this argument about uh, the three of those pitching uh, equally, that's not a bad problem to have. That's right. You're right. Let's you hope we're talking about that and not like, oh, man, Loisga, he needs he needs surgery on his elbow. And Justin Wilson, like, man, his foot's hurting him. Bite your tongue. Yeah. I saw a lot of stuff on Twitter the other day about how they should go out and sign Shane Green or David Robertson. And my first thought was, how has Shane Green not been signed by somebody? Yeah, it's yeah. amazing how many good bullpen arms there are still out there. I think, I think we're going to see guys get signed. Because they're gonna just need to take, they're just gonna take cheap money. I think guys are gonna get signed, especially bullpen arms. I mean, a yeah. couple of years back, they that happened too, and they actually signed Kimbrel signed pretty late. He actually that was ended a horrible up, deal for the Cubs. So I don't. It think was a horrible deal, but he got a relatively big contract. Oh, he did at that yeah. time. He did, but like if you're telling me David Robertson or, or Shane Green or, or one of these guys is gonna sign for a couple million bucks a week before the season, I, I'll believe it. Did Shane Green have a down year last year? That's uh, surprising that he's he's out yeah, there. Robertson, lose, I can understand. Didn't but. he lose the Atlanta closing job? Uh, Bob, you wanna you wanna look that up for us? Yeah. <clears throat> didn't 20, yeah, I, I mean twenty twenty? He had a no. He pitched twenty eight games, two point six ERA. You know, yeah, he looked he looked fine. I guess he just didn't pitch that much. Uh, you know, I to be Shane honest, Green. I kind of. I kind of confuse him and Melanson because I know they both pitched in Atlanta and they're both ex-Yankees. Melanson lost the job for sure. That's who it was. Okay, so Melanson lost the job. But Atlanta signed a whole bunch of relievers last year too, so I don't know what position he was. I don't think uh, I don't think Shane Green was, was closing games out last year. But I am surprised that he he's he's still out there. I'm, you know, I don't know if what, is he asking for too much money or... But that's surprising. Anyone know, anyone know also on the chat? You can say if you know the so the Yes Network app. What do you need to get that? As far as like watching games through that, do you need a cable subscription or do you just need? Is it location based? Does anyone know? No, yeah, it's a big uh, problem. Cable subscription. That's what I thought it was going to be. David uh, Futternick, what's up, Futternick? You want to join here? I'm inviting you to speak. What's up, because boys? Obviously, the Yes Network was dropped on Hulu Live, and they were dropped last year on YouTube TV, and it's like it's so freaking annoying. Yeah, it it asks for a cable subscription when you when you log in. Cool, David. What's going on? <laughs> what's up, boys? Um, yeah, I'm currently uh, signing up for it as we speak with my father's cable subscription. <laughs> <laughs> let's go. Let's yeah. Let's so let's let's test this out right as live uh, live guinea pig. It's just I'm so sick of like I two years ago I, I I cut the cord and I got YouTube TV because the Yes Network was on it and I really liked YouTube TV the interface was great and then they dropped the Yes Network so I was like all right I'll switch over to Hulu Live the 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 app is not as good as YouTube TV but it still got me the Yes Network last year and then they dropped them this year so it's like sick of chasing my tail on this this will be a good test though because you're in California right David I uh, yeah I'm in LA so if you're in LA you should be you should not be able to get the it on the free. app. Yeah. 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 But if you do, um, and you're logging into uh family members there, then, then now we're in business. That's the case. My, uh, my wife's cousin actually um, was, he used to direct the Mets games for S and Y. And he actually just got hired to direct the Yankee games. And he's like bitching and moaning today. Cause he's like enjoying our, uh, our, our uh, fucking uh, commercial for the app all day. <laughs> it's like, I mean, they're, they're, the- 
uh, it's all, all they, they do. They throw it down your throat. So right, is this right. the new, is this the new, do you understand the gravity of your illness? Remember right. that commercial from, uh, what was that? Montefiore or whatever? Montefiore, yeah. yeah. Scott, where you get, you probably weren't getting those commercials a couple years ago, right? The Mont, no, I've, I, I was getting the Montefiore commercials. Yeah. It's like when you watch through the apps, whether it's MLB TV or like one of the, um, the cable, uh, like the, uh, YouTube TV or something, you get the same rotation of four commercials. They, they were doing that early days too when they had, um, it was like Edward Jones or one of the, uh, Schwab or one of the, one of the brokerages, uh, had, had, uh, full, full display ads all over the, and they would repeat those over and over again. But then they started on the stream, they started just going to like a, a screen that says you're in a commercial break. Yeah. Which is, which is a waste of advertising space. <laughs> all right. So we got some, um, Dennis is watching the game on the app in Pennsylvania on, on his parents' cable vision. Are they, are they care? So are your parents' cable vision in, uh, the tri-state? So they, they would be getting it at their house, right? It's not blacking out because of your, because of your location. Or would you normally get it where you are in Pennsylvania? Cause it depends where you are in Pennsylvania, I think. If that's the case, that's a parents live in Long Island. If if that's the case and you just need to log in, that that's a that's a game changer. Yeah, but you still need to know somebody who has the cable subscription subscription in the local market. Then then uh, you know, changing your location with like a VPN or something. They make it nearly impossible. I just wish I've paid for. I've paid for MLB TV, I think, since 2007, which was the first year I was in college. So I, I've literally had a subscription every year. It, it's a hundred and whatever it is, thirty dollars a year. I'll pay two hundred and thirty dollars a year if they just don't black out the local games. Just let me watch the subscription I'm paying for anywhere I want. It's so annoying. The regional sports networks are the reason why you're not doing that because they yes, all have I, contracts. I understand why. But I, it's just charge me more and then pay those, those networks out. I don't know. I just want it for simplicity's sake. <laughs> so many loopholes. <clears throat> All right. So who's getting, who's getting excited about Gary Sanchez at this point? Anybody? Uh, I'll say this. I think that the dude looks at least confident right now. And he's, he's, uh, he's, his approach looks better. And that's all I'm really taking away from it. I'm being very careful with my expectations on him right now. Isn't confidence such a huge thing? Like the mental game with Sanchez. Like, I feel like that's as the old, the old Yogi saying the, the game is 90% mental. The other half physical with, with Gary. I think that's true. Mm-hmm. All right, Dennis is saying I think you only need a local TV login, and I think I would get blacked out if they played Pittsburgh or Philly. That makes sense. Baltimore. Mm, I don't think it does because then that's that would be identifying where he is geographically still. So it shouldn't. He shouldn't get blacked out if that's the case. Because what the app thinks is that he's in Long Island, because Long Island is where. No, no, the app doesn't care where you are. The app just cares if you have a cable subscription and you're paying for Yes Network through your cable subscription. I don't, then I don't understand it. I don't know how you're watching it on, on Yes at that point then. Because you can't watch it on right now. 
So um, unless the app is just like the loophole for spring training, maybe we'll find out during the season. I feel like it has to detect where you are. Like, like MLB does. Uh, yeah. Uh, possibly. Uh, does anyone else use Fox sports go? Uh, what, no, I don't. So that's, here, what, that's what I usually get it off. Taylor. Uh, that's what I use. Taylor yeah. says this about Gary. My worry with Gary is if he starts one for 10 on the season, he sees that 100 batting average on the scoreboard, then starts to press too much and it snowballs. If he starts three for 10, then watch out. Yeah. I'm, I mean, I'm, it's a sim- simplified way of saying like, it's all mental with Gary Sanchez because mm-hmm. one for 10 on the season is nothing like you go two for your next five. And it's like, fine, you're back on track, but one for 10, it could snowball for him. Yeah. So Steven's saying that he's not able to watch it um, as part of his package living in Philly, but he's on the app and it allows him. So maybe the app is just a loophole for spring training. We'll see if that, if that actually is the case during the season, I would, I would highly well, it might doubt be it. because MLB TV, MLB TV is not blacking out any spring training games. No, I know, but you can't watch the spring training game. Oh, is this on MLB TV as well? Yeah, I'm watching oh, it on okay. MLB TV uh, right now. Maybe that's the case. Because you're not yeah, watching no on the right on the S network on TV. It's not on. Really? Yeah, it goes. They go to different program. At least they have all <laughs> spring for for the games. They go to different programming. Right, you gotta you gotta watch reruns of the Michael K show or yeah, some Yankees class or some other two thousand. They don't even play those. Yeah, they, no, they don't even play some Yankees. They 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 take Yankees out of the equation and play some trash. The Nets highlights. <laughs> Rose is asking if he's the only Pirates fan in here. Yeah, I'd say you are, man. Oh, let's get him on. You want to talk some uh, Pirates? Come yeah, on, talk dude. some talk some yeah, shit. Let's, let's go. Tie on. Let's, let's get let's get a scouting report on tie on. He might not have seen him pitch. <laughs> oh, he pitched in 2018. Yeah, I'm just saying, maybe, maybe not. Was he a, a year and a half old? <laughs> Does he want to come on? Are you able to? Yes, oh, I, I, I got it. I'm, I'm doing it. So I'm inviting people. I might be glitched. My bad. There you go. What's up, man? Or. What's up? How we doing? Are you in Pittsburgh? Uh, no, uh, I'm in a completely different place than Pittsburgh. Okay, <laughs> but I will never tell you where that is. I got people listening in on the line, not telling you. Yeah. So, um, Jameson, Jameson, <laughs> what the hell are you hiding? Hold on, what are you hiding? <laughs> oh, me? Are you asking me? Yeah, you're like I'm in a completely oh, no, different from, undisclosed from... location. It's like if you no, tell no, us, no, no. Like... it's just I have like a. I like all Pittsburgh teams, but I've actually never been there, which is wild. I have no idea. Oh, okay. Do you have family, family from Pittsburgh? No, I don't even have any connection. Like, absolutely you just pick no Pittsburgh. Connection. You're like, eh, maybe early on you like the colors of one of the, the you like black and gold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's exactly, that's exactly <coughs> why. I like you, the ketchup Steelers. fan, so you like the Steelers? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I just like the colors. Um, I started liking the Steelers, then two years ago, the Penguins, and then last year, of all years to be a Pirates fan, I decided to be one. You're so. like, oh my God, they all have the same uh, colors. Let's go. So, so you were right, Scott. <laughs> he said two years ago, I decided to be a Pirates fan. So you have not seen Jameson Tyon. Uh, no, I have. <laughs> he actually went to a high school near me. So uh, Okay. So, I mean, Let's he was probably a, a beast in high school. That's what everybody who plays in Major League Baseball is. So, I mean, yeah, he was the second overall pick, which is no, pretty yeah. cool. Wade Boggs got cut from his high school team. At what, at what point? 
I think when he was a freshman. Okay. So he was a beast when he was a junior and a senior. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I, I couldn't. I couldn't tell you that I watched Jameson Tyone in Pirates days. So. Well, he's been. Yeah, it was short lived. So yeah, I, guess that's, that's, I mean, he he does look different. He he really does. When you look back at his his pirate days when he was when he was pitching the bigs, like his arm had full extension, really really long deep extension, and now it's 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 just a much shorter back, uh, you know, arm arm motion. It, it looks very different. So it looks more like a uh, like an infielder throwing a ball than a pitcher. The Pirates, are you familiar with the uh, the Chris Archer trade? I know yeah, I, I do know ago. a little sad history about the team. So Yeah, I feel I mean, like they've just the made... Only, that's the only history so far in my living days. So Yeah, I just feel like there's been so many missteps with the Pirates. Like, they did have some decent teams in the mid-2010s. Uh, yeah. I think they made the wild card once or twice. Yes. But it's just... They've made so many odd trades that I they just... They're kind of perpetually in rebuild slash go for it mode and just never makes sense. Yeah. Um, I think they were, they got two straight wild cards in 2012 and 2013 maybe, but that's when the NL central was insane. So mm-hmm. they decided to be good at the worst time. <laughs> they had uh what's his name? Um, he went McCutcheon. to the Royals, won a world series, uh, Johnny Cueto. I think he was, he was their ace back then. Right. Sounds about right. Cueto on the pirates. No, Quato was Cincinnati. Was Quato not on no. the Pirates? Am I mixing that up? No, he was on Cincinnati. Oh, Oppo Field. Wait, for, he has the dance, Mayhew. right? He does a little dance, right? DJ. Uh, yeah. He does the dance before a pitch. That's what I yeah, know. Yeah, Quato was Cincinnati. He was not Pittsburgh. Yeah. He got traded in 2015. Who am I thinking mm. of was the... I know Garrett Cole. Like, I'm not stupid, but... Who, <laughs> yeah. Who was the... Uh, hold on. DJ looks damn good already too. See, I'm gonna get, definitely get excited about that just because we've seen it. Well, DJ looks good because he's good at baseball. He's their he's their best all around hitter. Are you thinking of AJ AJ Burnett? <laughs> no, I'm not thinking of AJ Burnett. He was a stud. He did have a couple yeah. of decent years with Pittsburgh after the Yankees traded him. DJ, I love that. Opposite field home runs are just sexy. Yeah, he was an all-star the only time in his last year, so. Burnett was? Yeah. Yeah, when he retired. Yankees fans don't even hate on Burnett because he did come up so big in that Game 2 World Series 2009, but it he did suck for the Yankees other than have a big playoff moment, but that's really all it takes for you to not not be hated by a, by a fan base. Especially a Yankee one. Yeah, I mean it's pretty it's pretty simplistic, but you 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 win a championship and you do well in the playoffs, you're gonna be you're gonna be remembered well. I'm looking up some Pittsburgh uh, Pirates rosters now. Yeah, going deep into Pittsburgh Pirates. Yeah, checking out who we got. Luriano was good for a bit there. He was older. Edinson Volquez. That no wrong again. Cincinnati. What is it with you? They're not even, they don't even, there's nothing. I mean, they're in the same division, but I don't know how you can imagine a player. And, and while they played with the Cincinnati Reds, like imagine them in a Pittsburgh Pirates uniform. They're so very different. Jay, your boy, uh, Jay Hap, Jay Hap was, was. Yeah. Francisco Liriano was on the team at the time. Jay Hap was, uh, was there. Jay Hap was Pittsburgh Pirate. Yeah. Yeah. 
But he was also a Philly. Charlie, Charlie Morton, Morton was there yep. too. Vic Black. Who did did Charlie Morton sign with Atlanta? Yeah, I think so. Let me check. I would have I would have liked the Yankees to just get him. Like, who would you rather have had, Scott, and anyone on this call? Corey Kluber or Charlie Morton? Corey Kluber or Char- uh, Charlie Morton? He was drafted by Atlanta, too. And I feel like they signed for about the same money. And I just feel like Morton's a safer bet than Kluber. God damn it. I'm going to eat some shit here. Son of a bitch. I hate, I hate when you're right. Um, <laughs> Uh, I mean, I, I barely even think you're thinking about this though. Just, I, I almost think this doesn't count, but Edison Volquez was on the pirates for a year. I mean, I didn't say it. Steven said it in the chat. Oh, so. okay. I wasn't seeing that. I thought you said it. Yeah. Volquez was there for a year. Is it Francisco Liriano you're thinking of? He was there in uh, 2013. Yeah, no, I, yeah, we, yeah. Uh, yeah. We said that a couple minutes oh, ago. It could be. No, no, that's all right. Um, Taylor says you'd rather have Kluber than Charlie Morton. Like I, I, I might be with you that Kluber might have slightly more upside for this season than Charlie Morton, but Charlie Morton is just so steady. And as a number two or number three pitcher in the playoffs, like I'll go to, I'll go in with Charlie Morton as my number two in the playoffs and feel good about it. But if Kluber's there in the playoffs and he's gotten all, gotten all year, things are probably going well for you. Totally, but I'm just saying, like, I'm just saying at this when you're making the decision this offseason, Charlie Morton's no young young pop either. I mean, Charlie Morton, who also had in, injuries, just get a home run. yeah, that's hilarious. Oh, that was a home Kluber, run. Kluber just gave up a bomb. <laughs> uh, it's close. It's close to a coin flip. I'm like sixty forty. I I lean Morton over. Kluber seems like it's a higher risk because just because of the run. recent injuries, but Morton was hurt last that's year too. What I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. He's slightly higher risk because he's pitched like six innings since 2018. AJ Burnett was actually yeah. And Morton's not always pretty good numbers, to be honest. But, Do the Yankees always wear these jerseys for spring training? Yeah, except for their first spring training game of the season, they wear the pinstripes. Is there a history, or is it just why not? I don't know the history behind it. Uh, it's probably because they have you know some some stick up their ass traditions. And, and That's true. They have like the shaving tradition too. Yeah, the appearance. Policy. It's a nice thing. It's a welcome into the year. the The fans like seeing the pinstripes to, on on day one. So I think it's a. It, I like that. It's a nice tradition. It's a good tradition. Traditions are good things. No, I mean I don't mind. I I do like. I do think some teams have too many jerseys. There's too many variants, and I like that the Yankees have one home, one road. I think it's. I think it's cool. And then you got like other teams like. Uh, you know, I think the diamond. Yeah, it's the, like it's the teams that aren't good and need to sell jerseys, so they just make different ones. Yeah, like some of them are. They have, like, they're a, they have the, the ability Yankees to take more one, risk with what they're wearing. Like, would you be cool if the Yankees implemented one alternate? They did. Uh, <laughs> Last year, they did that. The all black. Oh no, that yeah, was, no, no, that was no, that was a uh, that was two a, years uh, ago. It was a. That was a yeah. fan. That was a fan weekend yeah. or whatever it was. Yeah. It's fine. It was still an all like jersey. Teams. It was. It was when they played the uh, yeah. the the Dodgers too. They had an opportunity to go like classic, two classic uh, franchises wearing you know their classic uniforms, and they completely screwed it up. What I'm saying is like, yeah, that was kind of funny. 
the Yankees like say every every Saturday afternoon home game they're wearing a different jersey. Like, would you be cool with that? Get off my lawn. Answer is no. <laughs> okay. I mean, I don't really care. We're just talking about jerseys. It doesn't really matter. But I mean, speaking of jerseys, I think Pirates jerseys are, are pretty good. They're, they're yeah, I think they're top tier. The uh, the black and gold Geo with the Derek Jeter throw not in time. Um, black and gold is just a combination. See that it's a it's a top tier combination, like you said. Black and gold in sports. Yeah, they're just wasting it. So Voight is looking. <laughs> Voight is looking swole. And that that uh, that I'm liking the hair. I'm liking I'm liking the. Uh, it's almost to the shoulders. It's like just yeah, just that. there. Soul throwback. Yeah, it is. He he he's start. He's looking like Giambi. They're showing on the on the broadcast Corey Kluber's two thirds of an inning he pitched with the uh, the Texas Rangers before he got injured. It's uh, coming up on two o'clock. Scott, are you gonna you're gonna keep going? I gotta I gotta run soon. Yeah, we'll do. What is it? Top third. We'll do the uh, through the through the third inning. How about that? All right, that that should be good for you too. Yeah, I should. I should. Uh, Two fifteen. I gotta. I gotta bounce. You gotta go hit up some Ramsey, New Jersey things. That's right. That's right. What are the odds of that? Like my, I have so much family that lives in Ramsey. My parents both went to Ramsey high school. It's honestly not surprising considering all of the connections that we've had unknowingly throughout yeah. like the past five years, like your, your best friends, your best friend growing up, his, his mom is good friends with, with Leanne's mom. It's just like some random connections. <laughs> All right, Kluber, to think we, let's get out of this. And to think we met on the internet 10 years ago. <laughs> oh, he's leaving, leaving pitches up. Oh, judge, nice. Judge makes a nice running catch into the yeah. gap. It wasn't really the gap, but close enough. Judge is huge. My goodness. <laughs> you're not, you're not used to see him. There was uh, a picture of him uh, recently next to Shaq, and he looks like a baby. Oh yeah. I mean, yeah. Did he get his teeth? You got it. Why did he get his teeth? Yeah, fixed? we were talking about that. It was an odd decision because he went through the. If he was going to get it done, he should have done it after 2016, his rookie year. Um, <laughs> yeah, and like then that could have been a brand. Then he, thing. he finishes. You know, he has a monster rookie year, and he keeps the gap tooth. And it's like, okay, this is going to be his calling card, like Michael Strahan, like just rock it. That, that that's where I think it is. I think that I think that's part of it is that there was already a gap in New York. The gap in New York was Strahan. Yeah, I guess. You don't want to be the second gap in New York, yeah. right? I mean, there can only be one. Yeah, gap. there can the only gap. be one gap. And and if and if if you're ever, if if there's ever like a debate, oh, what gap are you talking about? You don't want to be in that conversation. I feel like unless you're the first one, you don't want to be the second gap. No, you definitely no. don't want to be that yeah. second person. I saw. I heard uh, Nick and JJ talking on George's box that he got it done between the Super Bowl and spring training when he reported because there was a picture of him at the Super Bowl and he still had the gap. So there's like a 10 day period before he reported the spring training that he got the work done. Good for him. He's setting up. How did you get it? It, was, it wasn't definitely not braces. How do you just magically close your ears, baby? Veneers. You, you, uh, they, they basically go in and you, you can hear him talk like in the beginning. I don't know. I think he's, he's growing more accustomed to it, but that does make sense. 
because he was talking like he was wearing a retainer that first week, the first press conference or the first uh, time he was up on the podium. Um, they they basically like shave down your teeth to nubs and then they put uh, they put veneers on top of it. A lot of people in Hollywood have veneers. Crazy. Like, go look at Ben Affleck's. Google Ben Affleck teeth from Goodwill Hunting, and then Google Ben Affleck ben teeth. Any other movie, he has veneers. Goodwill Hunting. Oh my gosh, what is that? <laughs> he's got a busted grill. He's got he's got some funky looking teeth in that movie. That's before he won an Oscar. Before he got famous. So the, he's got Goodwill. He's got the uh, Goodwill Hunting teeth. Then he they paid for his teeth. I mean, yeah. They, put they, teeth they over freaking your teeth. won an Oscar for best screenplay on that movie. You damn well, and that's and you get some get, you get some oh, new teeth with that. Yeah, that's get that new teeth up, money. Don't look up. Yeah, def, definitely don't look up Ben Affleck tattoo. <laughs> yeah, doesn't he have a lower back tat? He has a whole back tattoo of a dragon. Yeah, he's he's gone through some shit. That's quite wild. It's not even a good dragon. So, yeah, he's had a weird. <laughs> Well, speaking of Ben Affleck, J-Lo, A-Rod and J-Lo broke up. I mean, as if we all didn't know that was coming eventually. Are we expecting a complete spiral right now? This is this, Something's going to happen, right? Like, there's, I don't know how, how A-Rod comes back from this, to be honest. It was really as good as it was ever going to get. I thought they were saying that um, they're trying to like work things out. I mean, probably, but... That was the new report today. Yeah. Definitely not looking good. I mean, for if him. you're trying to work things out publicly, not good situation behind closed yeah. doors. Yeah. J Lo has had her own share of like celebrity high profile breakups. Like it's not like, but nobody cares about that. No, but like A Rod, A Rod is just he can't stop being a jackass. That he had to screw up. He had to screw up marrying Jennifer Lopez and actually being liked by the public again. He had to screw that up. Yeah, it's only down from here. Did you did you guys discuss his Instagram post from yesterday where you made like a a sailing pun and he's just like looking like the saddest fucking person on a boat he's like here i am taking a selfie oh, yeah, I, saw that. I was like oh bro oh. yeah it's uh day day one when jlo's not writing your uh your instagram <laughs> posts <laughs> well, i thought his daughters were doing his instagram it's possible he they need to they they certainly wouldn't have wouldn't have typed that out Poor bastard. Now he's down in my here's where cousin Yuri comes back into the picture. He's like, oh, he's down again. This is where the snake in the grass comes into play. <laughs> cousin Yuri's just making his moves. He might have been the the reason why they broke up. No home runs for Judge in spring so far. Good. Focused on focused Same on man. uh yeah, just making some good contact. Home runs will come. Yankees have a nice part. So you know we're talking about the open stance right now. So his 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 left foot is definitely outside the he's he's had that stance though. He's always had that left that front foot open a little bit. I, I know it's always been slightly open. I just I feel like it could be the camera angle of spring training. I just feel like it's slightly more open, but I mean, who knows? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, um, doesn't look doesn't look it really to me. Do you know what I'm like? One of the things I'm most excited about this year is the new baseballs and if it actually does reduce home runs. Yeah, that's that says a lot about you know, and that's what you're excited about the baseballs. <laughs> I'm just thinking about the good of the sport. Richard Rodriguez, the dude pitching right now, related to Pudge. 
Oh yeah, isn't Pudge's? I, I think Pudge's kid is up. Yeah, I think I thought he was with the Pirates for a minute. I don't know if this is. I think it might be a different Rodriguez though. Pudge's kid is a pitcher though. Yeah, and he was with the he was with the Giants, and then I thought he was with the Pirates. I don't think he is. He played for the Orioles. Yeah, I'm glad he put on the beard. It's a big difference maker. For who? The beard. For Richard oh, Rodriguez. Oh, oh. He, he, uh, Derek Rodriguez is Pudge's kid. Yeah, so he was. Uh, he's with the. He's with the Rockies right now. He was Giants. Tigers, Rockies, never the Pirates. Got it. <laughs> Aaron oh, Hicks. Oh. Look at that. It's going to no, sit, it sit, sit, fair. sit. It stays fair. Hits the bag. What a beauty. What a beauty. That's our three hitter right there. What a, that would have been a great, that's a great leadoff hitter who can bunt like that. Let me tell you. That is wild. <laughs> but like, <laughs> Wait, that was a bunt, right? Yeah, it was beautiful. Yeah, it was. Why the F are you bunting uh, in spring training? Because there's nobody there. That's what you're doing. No. You're practicing. Spring no. training is literally practicing. You're practicing hitting. You're not practicing. And bunting. When are you going to practice bunting? In batting practice. Mm. No, you needed live game reps. That was beautiful. You know what he did? I can't believe you're, you're shitting on him for this. He just took what was available to him, and he practiced doing that. You know what that's going to do? That might actually get him more base hits because the shift affects him so badly. We should be celebrating what he just did. Okay, Scott, <laughs> remember this conversation. It's March. I am. 15th. This is a, if this he is does this once during the regular season. I will say you're right. Once that's all he needs to do. It once during this after after looking at that beauty, he better do that again because that was a, a gorgeous bunt. Ooh, if he, success- if he successfully bunts. With the shift and gets on base one time during the regular season, I will think back to this March 13th spring training game and say, you know what? Good thing he practiced that. All right, good. You should have to do something terrible too, though. Isn't <laughs> yeah, just I'm admitting like, I'm, I'm wrong. Like ter- isn't admitting I'm wrong terrible enough? <laughs> Nevin's looking... So arm arm, arm wrestling, here's a good question. Uh, Luke Voigt, Phil Nevin, uh, over the top, who's winning in an arm wrestling match? Joe Girardi. Nevin and uh, Voigt. <laughs> I know, I know. I was saying, just, uh, well, Voigt, 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 definitely. You're completely, uh, see, you haven't gotten your old man strength yet. You don't yeah, know. Yeah, I know. I mean, yet. Nevin, but like, but like Voight is like steroid strong, okay? Like you don't think Nevin's on? I mean, Nevin very well could be. Nevin's got that. If you're ta- if you're saying like Nevin or someone else other than, I just feel like Voight. No, I'm saying one moment, one moment in time. You don't have to save any energy. Just one explosion. That's it. No way. Nevin's Nevin's okay, massive. Well, there we there go. Can, can Nevin have like a case of Miller lights? Before yeah, he can do it exactly. <laughs> pound it, pound a case of Miller lights. Have you seen yep. the movie over Old the Man top? Strength, Beer Strength? Let's go. Uh, you made the over the top reference. I'm assuming you've seen the Stallone movie? Not for a very long time, but yeah. Has it, uh, anyone else on, on the stream here? Have you guys seen Over the I, Top? I, 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 I own you it. Than, you own I it. Own, <laughs> oh, yes. I mean, it is, oh, it's, it's it is such a 
good bad movie, but Stallone has so many of those. Like I wouldn't even put it in the top four Stallone good bad movies, but I do enjoy me some. Who, who said oh, they slow, own it? I have a, like a follow up question. Motion of him like going over the top is re- fucking ridiculous. It's okay, insane. so if you own it. How do you watch it? What do you own it? Is it like a digital copy of this? It's a digital, uh, it's called the DVD. It's a DVD. Uh, okay. Okay. You watch DVDs now. Still. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. I, I didn't buy, I didn't like, uh, you know, it wasn't rent to buy on Amazon. <laughs> it's all about making the turn with the hat, flipping around backwards. That's where the power comes from. Yeah. I got to watch that movie again. I haven't seen it in a long time, but I just remember getting a kick out of it. Man. That was when that that was just like was it late eighties he did that maybe early nineties, just like I think late eighties yeah, just yeah. like when action movies were just based on the stupidest concepts but you were just like I'm in because it's Stallone and Stallone and a good soundtrack wrestling. and yeah. just a fire soundtrack like I'm gonna watch Stallone be sweaty and arm wrestle for the next ninety minutes and I'm good. <laughs> All right, boys, I think we're gonna wrap this up. All right, this was fun, everybody. Just um, appreciate everyone joining. We're going to be doing this every week uh, during a Yankees game. So definitely, definitely keep joining in. Give us a follow in locker room. We'll send you. uh, We'll send you invites when we do it. All right, gentlemen. Talk to you guys soon. Yeah, this was fun. Good talking. Thanks, guys. Hey, guys. Thanks for listening to the Bronx Pinstripe Show. Make sure you find us on iTunes and subscribe so you can get all new episodes directly onto your phone. If you do like the show, we'd love for you to take a minute and give us a five-star rating and review in iTunes. It really helps us out and allows us to create more shows. We're on Twitter at Bronx Pinstripes and the same on Facebook. You can always find us there talking Yankee baseball. Thanks again, guys, for your support. Really appreciate it. And go Yankees. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.